Whoa, slow down there, busy mama. Hey, welcome to the Mind Your Own Motherhood podcast. I'm Dina Stout. I am on a mission to help overwhelmed, stressed, and overstimulated moms enjoy and thrive in their life as a mom. No more feeling like you lost your identity or that you have to sacrifice everything about you to be a good mom. Hey, I'm a homeschooling mama to six. My hubby and farmer of 20 years and I, we run three businesses, including farming, all while building our farmhouse from scratch. Chaos and stress or a beautiful mess? Well, I'll let you decide. But I am here and I will be sharing about healthy mindsets, time management, self-care, homeschooling, marriage tips, and more. Welcome to my front porch. Get comfy or maybe grab that pile of clean laundry on your couch and get folding. Let's chat mom life. Hello, hello. Welcome on in. Welcome to the Mind Your Motherhood podcast. So today, I thought it would be a great time and opportunity to talk with you about some of the the best books that I have read over the years in each kind of stage of motherhood. These books I have found that have really helped me um, get clarity in the direction that I want to go, whether it's birth and babies or homeschooling or just how to handle the everyday juggles of mom life. So let's get started, shall we? The first book on my list is for the expecting mom, okay? So if you are pregnant, if you have a friend who is pregnant, uh, especially first-timer, I highly recommend this book. So this is Ina May's Guide to Childbirth. So this book helped me tremendously during expecting times and helped me prepare my mind for birth. So Ina May is a midwife who has delivered thousands of babies and helped mothers a long, a long time. And I don't have the book in front of me because I borrowed it (laughs) through my pregnancies and never bought it. But her story, she was really an amazing, intelligent intelligent woman who help, has helped so, so many women bring their babies into the world safely and in the best possible environment and really has supported women on their motherhood journey. So Ina May in my book is a very, very, um, I don't want to say prominent, but she definitely comes to my mind as motherhood support. So Ina May's Guide to Childbirth walks you through a number of different women's birth experiences. And the reason why I included this in here is because when you're first starting out as a mom, you have a lot of things that you're unsure of. And the very first step is pregnancy and childbirth and not having enough knowledge about things I found when I was reading a lot of these other books about like what to expect when expecting that there's this there's this standard of what is medically based as normal and a lot of us don't fit the normal. Reading through what to expect when you're expecting for my first pregnancy I was like I don't know what any of the what they're talking about because my first pregnancy was beautiful. <laughs> And I could not relate to anything that they talked about. So I felt kind of weird because I'm like, I don't have all of these symptoms. 
Now, fast forward to, you know, baby number five and six. That was a total different experience. I think it's very important for women to realize that everyone is different. Just like we have different eye colors, hair colors, skin tones, everything. We, yeah, we're women, but we all will birth differently. We will all have different experiences. Our bodies will do different things. So when you read stories about women who are naturally giving into their bodies and their rhythms and the babies and listening to those things, you learn, okay, it's different, but it's not wrong. Different isn't bad. Okay, it was hard, but it wasn't bad. Um, so it helps you to to really get a broader picture of what to expect when you're about to give birth and when you're while you're pregnant. So hearing about how one woman labored for three days and how she coped with that and managed with that and worked through that, learning about how much birth is a mental part. And how much your environment plays into if you feel secure and safe in allowing your body to be able to do what it needs to to give birth. All of these different experiences help you see and educate you on what is okay, what is normal, what is safe. It's a great way, it's a great tool to really equip you with the knowledge that you need to move forward with giving birth and feel comfortable because. As you're in the process, my first delivery was 20 hours of active labor. And while you're in the process, I never felt in danger because I read about this. I read about women that this is what they do. I read about how they handled it and all the different you know, tools that were available to them. And so educating myself really helped me be able to avoid the medical intervention that I did not want. So I highly, highly recommend Ina May's Guide to Childbirth. The link will be in the show notes so you can check that out. Again, it's for, you know, if you if you know of someone who is expecting, offer it as a gift. Seriously, it is it, it made such an impact for me moving forward to help me so that I was able to have six home births and they were all safe and well monitored and everything like that. And I think I I attribute that to the knowledge that I was able to get. So then the next book I wanted to work to move on to is The Unhurried Homeschooler. So this is for anyone who is trying to decide if they have an inkling, if they would like to homeschool and they're unsure about it. Um, if they would like to just kind of peek into what homeschooling would look like. If you want to have a little cup of coffee with a homeschooler, uh, but you maybe don't want people to know that, (laughs) I highly recommend Dorenda Wilson, The Unhurried Homeschooler, a simple, mercifully short book on homeschooling. This is literally just like a little booklet This book brings me back to my roots and my beliefs and my values of being a homeschool mom. Um, When I was trying to decide if I should, if I could, reading this book helped me come back to this is what I want, this is what I need, these are my values, and I'm going to make it work. 
So let me just read a little bit off the back of it. It says, homeschooling is a wonderful, worthwhile pursuit, but many homeschool parents struggle with feelings of burnout and frustration. If you have ever felt this way, you're not alone. Most of us need to be reminded of the why of homeschooling from time to time. But the unhurried homeschooler takes parents a step further and lifts the unnecessary burdens that many parents place on themselves. Drawing on 20 years of homeschooling, her eight children, Dorenda Wilson gently reminds parents about the things that really matter as she offers a clear portrait of what a life-giving home life can be during the homeschooling years. Reading The Unhurried Homeschooler is like having coffee with a trusted friend. You'll be encouraged as you learn to do what God has put before you. This book will lighten your load while helping you learn how to raise lifelong learners and enjoy the homeschool years with your kids. So if that is something that has been on your mind and maybe you have some curiosity into homeschooling, I highly recommend The Unhurried Homeschooler. This book just kind of is like, I would say it's kind of like a soothing balm to my (laughs) fried nerves when I start to feel like, it's not going perfectly and it helps me just recenter of what my values are and what's important to me. So that is for the homeschoolers. All right, the next book on my list, I like to say this is to help the mom who is feeling overwhelmed. And it's funny because this is actually a book taken more from a business perspective. Um, this was written, let's try that again. This book is written by Greg McGowan, and it's Essentialism, The Disciplined Pursuit of Less. Now, don't go thinking that you need to go and like, you know, minimalize your house and all of that. No, 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 no. This book is a New York Times bestseller, and I found this book to be incredibly useful to help me navigate the decisions of what's important right now. What do I need to focus on right now? So I'm going to give you an example. So I am home, right? We've got we've got a baby crying. We've got the laundry that needs changed. We have the husband that just came in and said, hey, you know, let's go somewhere. And then I remember I have a bill that I need to pay. All of that, your brain is going, what do I do with this? What do I do with this? It's too heavy. It's too heavy. I can't carry it. And you want to make sure that you put off the non-essentials, right? So this book has helped me be able to pick out what is the most essential right now in this time frame. It offers tips about how people have, you know, simplify their wardrobe so that they don't have to figure out, make the decisions as what they should be wearing every day. It has tips and tricks and and it really helps you to train your brain to see what is essential because as mothers, Sometimes we, our, our instincts and our emotions, we instantly think everything's important. Well, I have to do this and I have to do that because we put like our expe- <clears throat> expectations onto it. So it's, it's how we think it should be. It's how we want it to be. And reading through this book, even though it was written from a business standpoint, it doesn't talk about how you run a company, even though it shares stories about how they run a company, 
think of it as how am I running my household? How am I handling my employees, meaning my children and my family members? It's a great way to help you train your mind and to help you audit your um, productivity and your essentialism. So a little excerpt about it is, do you feel it too, that relentless pressure to sample all the good things in life, do all the right things? The reality is you don't make progress that way. Instead, you're in danger of spreading your efforts so thin that you make no impact at all. Greg McGowan believes the answer lies in paring paring life down to its essentials. He can't tell you what's essential to every life, but he can help you find the meaning in yours. So I highly recommend this book. Essentialism isn't about getting more done in less time. It's about getting only the right things done. Have you ever found yourself stretched too thin? Do you simultaneously feel overworked and underutilized? Are you often busy but not productive? Do you feel like your time is constantly being hijacked by other people's agendas? (laughs) I don't know about you, but I think that just described mom life, don't you? (laughs) So essentialism, I highly recommend it. It can be a little bit of a drier read. It's not as colorful as other books um, that I've read before, but I do the value in this book. This is one of those that you you kind of read over, you know, every couple of years to just kind of reevaluate your life, your mental attitude, you know, and what you're prioritizing in your day. So essentialism, Greg McGowan, you'll love it. Next one, are you a procrastinator? This book here, uh, again, it's a small, simple read. It's entitled Eat That Frog. And this is um, 21 Great Ways to Stop Procrastinating and Get More Done in Less Time. And this is by Brian Tracy. And this book is also a national bestseller. And this book breaks it down into simple things, again, to help you prioritize and use your time wisely. So it's not about getting a bunch of things done. It's about getting the right things done. Have you ever had something that is just weighing on you constantly. And you're like, I need to do it. I need to do it. Well, that's your frog. Okay. It's the ugliest, annoying, most uncomfortable thing in your day. That's where the, that's where the saying comes, eat that frog. So you're going to start with that and get that done first, because then that way you're freeing up all that energy that you had that you were constantly thinking about it, acknowledging it, it was there. And by getting it out of the way, all that energy you're using now for other things. And by getting it done, guess what else happens? You have those endorphins released in your brain that say, hey, you did it. You did it. It's done. It's off my plate. Now I feel good. I want to do something else. I can move on. I've got I've got permission to, to go do something else. Eat that frog offers great simple tips throughout the book as to how to get things done. So eat that frog. Here's a little example. Make a list of all the key goals, activities, projects, and responsibilities in your life today. Which of them are or could be in the top 10 to 20% of tasks that represent or could represent 80 to 90% of your goals? 
Resolve today that you're going to spend more and more of your time working in those few areas that can really make a difference in your life and career and spend less and less time in lower value activities. So as moms, it can be really hard when we're tired, sleep deprived, feeling like you can make those on the spot decisions of what's most important. But I think that generally speaking, we all know what our frogs are. We all know what the frog is on our plate that we don't want to deal with. But if you are trying to figure out how to overcome procrastination, I highly suggest eat that frog. It will help you to feel like you've got a quick win in your day and to help you set aside and build new habits so that you can set aside procrastination. So that's another one. The last one, but not least, that I love is by Jenna Kutcher. She's the host of the top-rated podcast, The Gold Digger Podcast. And her book is entitled, How Are You Really? Living Your Truth One Answer at a Time. Now, full disclosure, I'm about halfway through her book. Um, I am loving it so far. This book is a simple question, isn't it? Okay, so I'm going to read to you the back of her book, which says, so why does it feel so hard to answer? What's happening behind our smiles, our busyness, our to-do lists? It's time to sit with all the questions we've been avoiding, ignoring, or just not hearing to find a path to something real. Crack open that spine and get ready. We're about to get really honest because this book, it's not about my truth. It's about yours. Signed, Jenna Kutcher. Now, Jenna is a podcaster, but she is very highly um, known for marketing and social media presence, starting as a photographer. She's a mom to two young girls, and she shares her experience of how she pivoted from being a career person to realizing something isn't right within as far as how she felt climbing the corporate ladder just didn't feel comfortable, didn't feel where she wanted to be, and how she adjusted in her life and how we can. I love this book because there was so many parallels that I felt as well, that you're going along, you're in a job, and or maybe you're just living your life doing something that maybe you're not working, or you're going along making decisions and going, this is uncomfortable. Something doesn't feel right. I'm not happy. I know I don't need to be like all, you know, gumdrops and rainbows every day, but there's this inner discomfort where you just know something's not right and you just feel like I'm on the wrong train. (laughs) So there's times in life where we think, oh, this is where what I should be doing. This is where I should be going. And then all of a sudden, it just starts to feel like, you know what, that destination, it's not where I want to be. It's not where I want to go. It no longer... And my priorities have shifted. My life has changed. All different things that you can just keep pushing that down, keep ignoring it. You can keep pushing it aside. Or you can listen to it and you can say, you know what? It's time for a change. I don't want to. I'm not happy. This isn't where I want to go. This isn't what I want to do. There's there's a pool of something else. 
I felt this way when it came with homeschooling. Sending them to school was like, okay, this is going to be great. This is going to be, I'll have more time. I'll be able to work. I'll be able to, you know, have a little bit more headspace and such. But so many times in the fiber of my being, it just felt like, trying to think of how to describe it, but it just felt like so much static, so much congestion, so much like resistance that this isn't right. This And I could keep pushing it down and saying, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. But if I kept doing that, how am I going to be feeling physically? And so her book talks about the ways of listening to your intuition and listening to you know those little nudges that it's it's your it's your inner being saying hey hey um i don't want to go this way i don't want to do this anymore and are you listening are you listening to what your body is telling you and what your in that inner person inside is screaming to you saying hello, hello, (laughs) I want to go over here. I want to do this. Now, I know that there is shiny object syndrome, but I'm not talking about shiny object syndrome. I'm not talking about ADHD where you just, you know, you bounce from one thing to another to another. But I am talking about when there is something that you know doesn't flow for you that No matter how hard you try to bring a positive attitude and make it work and make it work, there still is so much resistance inside of you to it. It's time to look at things and reevaluate. So for some women, that's starting a, a business or going back to work. For other women, that's quitting a job and being home and staying with the children. Everyone is different. No wrong or right. But just listen to it. Listen to your your inner voice as far as what those nudges are and pay attention. So that's my book wrap-up of what I think is my favorite books through the stages of mom life. And I hope that this will help you and inspire you, help you be able to have some more clarity in your day. And I will link all of these books in the show notes so that way you can go and snag them. And they're available. Some of them are available on Audible and some are you know, just hard copies only, but enjoy them. I'm so glad that you are listening. I'm really happy that you're here and I'm able to share things with you that have got me through the hard days of mom life. And if you are enjoying this podcast, I would be so grateful if you would share it out, give it a review, and I will be back next week. Take care. You did it. You just took time out for yourself. I'm so proud of you. Hey, you want to stay connected with other moms just like you who enjoy listening to this podcast? Head on over to Facebook and join my group, Mind Your Motherhood. Or if you're looking to have a more personal experience, why not book a free call with me to see how I can help support you with one-on-one coaching? I am so grateful that you're here today and that you took the time to listen to this. I would be even more grateful if you would share it out or leave a review. What better way than to help a friend out, right? Until next week, I'm cheering for you. Now go hug your kids and have a great day in your mom life.